Hello and thanks for joining us from our studios in Tel Aviv. Coming up in today's newscast, Israelis are celebrating Purim around the country. We'll reveal the unbelievable way that Israel is saving trees, and ILTV has a scoop on what it's like to join the IDF. I'm Natasha Kirchuk here with the latest news in Israel. We hope you're celebrating because it's finally Puri. The exciting Jewish holiday is kind of like the equivalent to Halloween in the U.S. and Israelis around the country wait all year long to dress up in costumes for the joyous occasion. So how is Israel celebrating Puri this year? Let's check it out. If you're wondering what the story is behind the jolly festival, Pulim commemorates the salvation of the Jewish people in ancient Persia from being wiped out by Hamam, the evil prime minister of the Persian Empire. Israelis are taking to the street today to celebrate the major event, and if you're looking for a good party, it might be time to head to Tel Aviv. The annual Tel Aviv Street Party is the biggest Purim event in the city, and every year it features performances from top musicians. Plus, it's even free to enter. For Israelis who are in the mood to get creepy, the Tel Aviv Zombie Walk is a scarier alternative. It features, well, zombies walking through the streets of Tel Aviv. And believe me when I tell you, it's an unforgettable sight. But no matter how you'd like to celebrate Purim, every Israeli party is a blast. That's not the only way Israelis are celebrating Purim. Some motivated high school seniors are also spreading the holiday cheer by delivering special Purim gifts to soldiers in the Israeli army. Over 6,000 youth from underprivileged homes, boarding schools and shelters have collected non-perishable snacks to donate to IDF soldiers. The students have arranged the gifts in festive Purim baskets, and they'll be personally delivering the 40,000 packages to soldiers on army bases and outposts. 60 buses will transport the students to over 100 army bases across Israel to hand out the Pulim treats. The special Pulim project is led by the Acharai program, which promotes young leadership and education among underprivileged high schoolers. There are lots of amazing ways to celebrate Pulim, from partying to donating charity. But if you want to celebrate the Jewish holiday at its best, you should definitely try heading over to Israel. Over 50% of Israel is composed of desert terrain, so it's not exactly easy to grow trees in lots of parts of the country. Luckily, Israeli researchers are at the global forefront when it comes to creating technology to combat droughts. It might seem like magic to grow a forest with so little rainwater, but Israel has somehow found a way to grow drought-resistant trees. You may have heard of the Yatir Forest, Israel's largest planted forest in the Israeli desert. The special green oasis in the Negev has been pretty difficult to maintain because of the lack of rainwater in the region. But a team of Israeli researchers have figured out an incredible way to keep the forest alive. The Keren Kemeth Israel Jewish National Fund has developed a drought-resistant cypress tree. By crossbreeding a few trees that managed to survive two consecutive years of drought in the Yatir forest. The special trees can stay alive in even the most extreme weather, and now the breakthrough is being used to try to make different tree species drought-resistant. Israel is a leader when it comes to protecting its forests, and a lot of work has been done to fight invasive species. From 2006 to 2009, a breed of wasps posed a big threat to Israel's forests, so KKLJNF traveled around the world to find its predator. 
After three years of research, the Israeli organization finally found it. And it turns out the very wasp that was threatening Israeli forests was plaguing several continents as well. Now, KKLJNF distributes predators to any organization around the world that needs it for free. If you're thinking of pursuing a university degree, it might be time to head over to the Holy Land. Despite all the academic boycotts against Israel, seven Israeli universities have been officially ranked in the top 100 worldwide. The QS World Rankings compare the world's top universities in 42 areas of study, making it the largest ever ranking of its kind. So the fact that seven Israeli universities made the top 100 in the ranking is something for the Holy Land to be pretty proud of. Wondering what universities made the cut? This year, the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, Tel Aviv University, and the Technion Israel Institute of Technology made the list. And the Weizmann Institute of Science, Ben-Gurion University of the Negev, and Bar-Ilan University followed soon after. Hebrew University was the country's most featured top 100 university. And it ranked three times for its agricultural, forestry, and history programs. If you're wondering which universities dominated the rankings, Harvard and MIT took over as usual. But don't be discouraged about coming to study in Israel. The degrees are a lot less expensive. Going into the army is a natural rite of passage in Israel, but just because young Israelis know they'll be joining the IDF doesn't mean the experience isn't overwhelming. What does it feel like to turn 18 and know you'll be dedicating the next two or three years of your life to the army? Faival Oppenheim is a young Israeli who will be joining the IDF on Sunday, and he's here to share his experience. Thanks for coming in. Hi, Natasha. Hi. So, on Sunday, you'll be heading into the army. How does it feel? Tell you the truth, I have a lot of friends in the army. I, was, I got injured, so I postponed the army a little bit. And I'll tell you the truth, I'm really ready to go in. I'm, you know, like, my whole life I was, I knew I was going to the army, since zero. I lived here my whole life. My parents are American. But I knew I was going to go to the army, and it's something that I wanted to experience my whole life. So I could tell you that I'm really ready to go. And it's about time. It's about time. Yeah. 18 years you've been waiting for this. So, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of violence in Israel lately, and you think that most people wouldn't want to be joining fighter units, but you actually want to do that. Why, why is that? Because this is our homeland, and we have to fight for it. And sometimes you wonder, like, you know, you could get killed. People do pass away. It's no joke. It's life. It's life. It's at the end of the day, people are dying. But it's something completely worth fighting for, no doubt about it. When you walk in the streets, look, we're in Tel Aviv right now. And it's just absolutely great here. It really is. And I feel that it's totally worth fighting for um, the state of Israel and those units. What about your friends? How are they feeling right now? Um, well, for all my friends out there, <laughs> um, listen. They love the army, and they hate the army. It's hard to be in the army. Um, a lot of time you're not at home. Sometimes you close more than what you would think you would close. Sometimes they're there for three weeks. It could even be a month. And you know, I'm not in the army right now, and they all tell me, enjoy the time that you're not in the army, because you're going to miss it. But um, they know they're doing the right work, and they're doing a great job. I have a lot of friends right now in combat units. and. They're really, they're doing a good job when they're enjoying their time. So as a child of American immigrants, like you said before, how does it feel to see your American cousins going to university while you're preparing to go into the military? So that's a really good question, because um, it's hard. It's hard. There's no doubt about it. I won't lie. 
Um, you see, you have your cousins who are 18 years old, 19 years old, who are, you see all these pictures on Facebook. We all had those cousins. And they're just partying and having a great time in college. They're 18, 19 years old, 20 even. And I'm literally sleeping in dirt next week. I know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And um, it's hard. But when you see this country and you see how great it is, and at the end of the day, it's totally worth it. Okay, so I won't be partying now. I'll be partying in Thailand in a couple of years. You know what I mean? The, those are your plans. You already have your plans after the army, I see. I, I think I do. I think I do. But you never know what, what's going to happen. Of course. Yeah. Well, what do you hope to gain from this experience? Do you think it's going to affect your future job choices? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that Listen, you could see through all these high-tech companies where they say a lot of times that a lot of these people come from different units. It doesn't necessarily have to be a combat unit. But you learn how to be with people and how to, it's not control people, but how to work with people and get them to do, um, get them to work together and... And collaborate with And you. collaborate, exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think... It could really affect on a job, um, but it also could not. And you meet a lot of people in the Army. Like, you always meet these guys like, yeah, we started this job because we both were in the Army together and we thought it would be a great connection. And you definitely meet interesting, smart, cool people in the Army that could definitely affect your job in the future. Yeah, the networking is a huge part. You see a lot of businesses that started up here with friends, you know, people that met each other when they were in their army units. So definitely, I think, has an influence on, on where a lot of Israelis are headed in life. Um, but finally, what would you say to, you know, uh, foreigners, foreign Jews, foreign anybody who's considering coming into the Israeli army uh, right now? So what I could say, I could tell you, I have a couple of friends who are in the army right now, as I said. And they have this whole thing called Chayal Boded, which is a lone soldier. That's the exact translation. Uh, where they come from America and go to the army. America or any country. Actually, not only America. I just, my friends are with Americans. And it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. But as I said a couple of times already, at the end of the day, when you see what you're fighting for, and like, you know, you see it's porn right now. And this Thursday night is going to be a crazy party in the Shuk, Shuk Machana Euda. And it's unbelievable. It really is. You notice that it's not a third world country here, and that it's a happening country, and it's a great country with great people. Yes, you know what? It has its ups and downs. It totally does, and people do get hurt. Um, but I think it's totally worth coming here and just have the Army experience, totally. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Fibel, and thank good you for luck. Me. May you have a great army service. Thank you very much. There's another reason to be festive this week. On Sunday, the world celebrated the International Day of Happiness. So to bring some more happiness into your lives, we've put together a list of Israeli startups that can put you in a much better mood. There are tons of Israeli startups that can make your day brighter. But in the effort of time, we thought we'd share only three. So here goes. One of the biggest obstacles to happiness is stress, but the Israeli relaxation app Serenita provides you with personalized breathing instructions to reduce stress within minutes. The mobile app gathers data from your finger by turning your phone's camera lens into a sensor that peers into the bloodstream. 
It then extracts biomedical markers about your heart rate and blood flow to provide you with the proper exercises to treat your stress. It then extracts biomedical markers about your heart rate and blood flow to provide you with the proper exercises to treat your stress. If you have the tendency to be pessimistic, the Israeli app Happify has a solution to make you smile. The app creates a personalized track for you based on your basic information, and then provides a series of games to help you think positively. Now, if you're feeling down and you really need to talk to somebody, it might be time to check out the Israeli website Talkspace. The online platform provides on-demand help or advice from a licensed therapist through an online chat feature, and it's completely anonymous so that you'll feel secure conversing with your counselor. If none of these Israeli startups manage to make you feel better, we suggest just heading over to the Holy Land. After all, Israel was just ranked the 11th happiest country in the world, so it's no surprise that so much happy technology is coming out of the Jewish state. It makes sense that people love Purim. After all, putting on a costume can be a really freeing experience. You can express yourself in whatever way you'd like without having to worry about what other people think. It's that very feeling that's inspired a new Israeli social networking app called Galaxia to help you share your deepest, darkest secrets in a safe environment. Galaxia allows its users to anonymously join different online worlds in a galaxy of social networks. If that sounds confusing, it's essentially like a Facebook for your alter ego. The app uses the same social network tools to post any type of content in open or closed groups, except that instead of having a single profile page, users can have as many profiles as they want. The actual identity of the owner of each profile remains a secret, but each owner can post and discuss any subject of interest. The famous Hollywood actor Leonardo DiCaprio is backing the Israeli app, and he says it provides users with the masks that he believes they want and need. It's the online version of Halloween or Purim. Users can put on a mask without having to worry about being judged by anyone else. For actors, politicians, or journalists who are worried about marring their personal brand by posting anything controversial online, Galaxia is a solution. It's an outlet to let people voice their real thoughts without getting backlash that could have an impact on their real lives. And now for our Hebrew word of the day. One of the most fun yet difficult parts of celebrating Purim is finding a costume. So in the spirit of the holiday, today's word is tachposet, which means costume in Hebrew. Interestingly, tachposet has the same roots as the word chipus, meaning find out, and chofesh, which means freedom. So as you might guess, Israelis literally like to think of costumes as a means of finding the freedom to express themselves in whatever way they'd like. Pretty inspiring, right? It definitely makes you wonder what people are trying to share about themselves when they dress up as monsters or zombies. Either way, it's truly a freeing experience to put on a mask and march around. After all, nobody can tell who you are. Just make sure you experience your newfound freedom in a responsible way because you don't want to send the wrong message. Let's go ahead and take a look at the weather forecast. The weekend is finally here and you can look forward to some great weather. Friday should be mostly sunny with a high of 78 degrees. Saturday will be cloudy, but the temperature will stay warm with a high of 74. All right, everybody, that's it for today's news. Remember to sign up for our daily newsletter at ILTV.TV. And don't forget to check out our evening update every night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next week.